0: 21st Century Entrepreneurship, with Martin Piskarik.
1: Hi, Jeffrey, how are you today? I'm doing great. Yourself? I'm fine. A little bit... A little bit tired because of the Dubrovnik trip, but I'm, I'm okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, nice I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to let you complain if you're sitting on the beach in Croatia in a very nice place. There's no way in the world I'm going to let you do that because that's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Better than Greece, better than anywhere.
1: It's a very gorgeous, very gorgeous. Actually, it is. Uh, yes, it, it's it's beautiful, and uh, that's the reason why I invested so much hours to, to go to the Dubrovnik yesterday. Good for you.
0: Good for you. That's a, what about... that's a terrible problem to have. Terrible problem.
1: Oh, terrible problem. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired because of it. And what about you? Where, where are you situated at the moment? You know,
0: today I'm in my ranch in the middle of South Dakota, right smack in the middle geography of, of the United States and North America, about as center as you can get. So uh, if you've ever saw the movie Dances with Wolves, I am out on the prairie where they filmed that movie. It's the very same place.
1: Beautiful paintings. Can you tell me more about your paintings?
0: This is the heart of the Lakota Sioux, Native Americans. Um, And all the things you see behind me are headdresses and leather goods and paintings and furs and all kinds of just different things that are all around the room that are artifacts. And of Ah. course I, I, and I also collect a lot of native American artwork. I'm a big collector of paintings. I love paintings. I have a whole closet of paintings. I I have more paintings than I can put on the walls. And
1: uh, (laughs) so can you, can um, you you tell more about uh, the ancient uh, arts?
0: Yeah. Well, so a lot of the, the art, especially the artifacts that I have are, are like, I have different things from uh, hundreds of years ago. When you say ancient, so in Native American technology, or not technology, but history is only, you know, even, even though it's tens of thousands of years old, what we know of Native Americans is just a very small amount. But when you think of Indians, and, and you think of Indians in the United States, the headdresses and everything, that's what you would think, that's South Dakota, that's where I'm from, that's the Native collection. So over to my left, I have pipes, and I have a um, all kinds of just different uh, peace. what you call peace pipes or medicine pipes and all the different kinds of got drums and, and uh, carvings and uh, just, you know, arrowheads and all kinds of things that are all over this room everywhere. It's history. And I find those things. Uh, a lot of things, you know, um, being from South Dakota, you just find laying near the river or find on a bluff or you know, really? in the middle of a
1: field. Yeah, just,
0: they come up all the time.
1: And what about their culture today? Are they are they still active or not not anymore? Yeah, so? Oh, without
0: question, uh, the Native American, but you know, for a lot of, you know, like a lot of places around the world, you know, different cultures practice genocide of other cultures. And so the Native Americans were put down and put on ah. reservations and, and put away for a long time. And there's a resurgence of that, which we should have never have gotten lost, the indigenous or what I would call first Americans that were first here before anyone else came here, before all the Europeans came here uh, hundreds of years ago, including my relatives as well. And uh, no, it's a beautiful culture and a beautiful way of life. You know, when I look look outside right now, I can see a, a river in front of me. I have the oldest bridge in South Dakota. This used to be the river crossing to go into from one place to the other. And, you know, I've got eagles flying overhead and deer and animals and you know so what a great great reminder of the kind of culture and the life you should actually live I mean of of we've been going through this COVID stuff for the last year but you know one of the good news is it's made us get back in touch with who we are and back in touch with nature and back in touch with our families which has been a very positive thing
1: so being in Dakota is some kind of stress relief for you
0: totally this would be like me going down to the Croatian coast and jumping on a yacht, except that I'm out on the prairie with a sea of grass rather than a sea of ocean or ocean. So, so rather than seeing the Adriatic sea, I get to see the sea of grass everywhere I look. And so, yeah, it's a very spiritual place for me. I'm, you know, I live between New York and South Dakota. I'm in New York a great deal of the time because of the business of our business of the C-suite network and, C-Suite TV, C-Suite Radio, our podcast network. So that takes me to New York most of the time. But when I'm, yeah, I'm most at home and at peace when I'm in South Dakota.
1: Can you tell us more about C-Suite?
0: The C-Suite network is a network of of trusted executives. We have over 350,000 executives who have opted in. And then we market to, you know, many tens and tens and tens of millions or hundreds of millions of executives around the world. But it's a place where we help businesses take their content and their knowledge, their services, their products, and help them to grow their business. And we help them to do that through their reach, through their relevancy, through their influence, you know, showing them how to do things differently and better in this new digital world. So, and we help provide them with a little knowledge and and obviously, hopefully, improve their lives. You know what we try to do is we get together and we provide a little education, a little motivation, some inspiration, and a chance. You know for some monetization through the networking that we do.
1: What is inspiration for you, by the way?
0: Oh, you know, for me, it's watching other people around me do really well. You know, and 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 even taking some of the things that we do and then you know and do and do greatness with it, do something better. I mean, that's the cool. It's just fun to watch other people be successful, you know, or to participate in their success or, or, you know, give them an idea to take for success. That's inspiration to me. What is success for you? Success is by, well, it's, can I have different measures for success? I have what I would call conditions of satisfaction, you know, because if you're satisfied, that's success, right? You know, like a good meal, you sit around, you're having a nice, nice drink after dinner, you're full, you're satisfied, that's success, right? But but when I when I measure it, I look at three things. I look at one. I want to build wealth. I want to you know I want to make money because that's how we keep score. And so building wealth for myself and my family is important. Second, as I want to I want to learn new things. I love learning from other people how you do it, the way you do it. You know, like your your podcast is so successful. Well, I'd like to know. Well, what is it that you do? What 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 are the little tiny elements that add up to the big thing that make it really good? And then the third thing I like in terms of my condition of satisfaction is I want to have fun doing it, right? You know, I go to bed as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a business leader. I mean, I've been a Fortune 100 officer. I serve on 14 boards. I serve on three corporate publicly traded boards. I bought and sold hundreds of companies for billions of dollars. But yet now I'm, I'm an entrepreneur again, And you know, and I've done all those things. And a lot of people say, well, that would be, well, geez, you should be satisfied with that, right? Well, I, I'm not. I am so excited about doing business that I I can't wait to go to sleep at night and hurry up and sleep so I can get up in the morning and get started again. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik.
1: Besides fun, what is your driving force?
0: I to, It's truly watching, putting people together and watching them do great things together. I mean, to me, that's or to connect them to an idea or connect them to a tool, connect them to a partner and being able to overcome the obstacles that get in the way of our business every day. You know, there's so many ways that they get, you know, that slow us down, whether it's, you know, time, money expertise, or or even naysayers, you know, op- opportunists, st- obstructionists that get in the way of growing our business. And I do my best to try to eliminate every one of those.
1: Any tipping points in your life? Oh, well, every day is a tipping point, right? <laughs> you know,
0: every day, I don't know what I don't know. And so, yeah, I, you know, back, I think one of the biggest tipping points in my career, there's been a number of them. Um, obviously when I had my own show, I had a television show in Bloomberg, when I was a judge on celebrity apprentice with then Donald Trump, you know, before he became president. Or when I and I was a judge for three years on that show, or prior to that, I was the chief marketing officer of Eastman Kodak, you know, of a fortune, you know, one hundred company where, you know. Um, you know, had a budget of $17 billion in marketing spend, Beautiful. you know, and it, yeah, I mean, those are some tipping points, you know, along your career, but they, they you know, but you can go way back in your career. What well, was the first time I started my first PR firm? It was the first big client I got. It was the, you know, you know, all those little things were tipping points that just lead up. Now, you know, they're not so much tipping points as they were just steps.
1: And what about your personal life business, business life ratio? it's like uh they are together all the time
0: they have to be well they have to be i mean how can you how can you separate yourself from who you are right and so so you you know i always tell people sell yourself sell the business sell the business sell yourself i mean to me there you look in the mirror i don't just see jeff hazel the business i see jeff hazel the grandfather i see jeff hazel the husband, I see Jeff Hazel, the brother. I see all those things are all part of who you are. And I don't know, you know, we sometimes put labels on ourselves in terms of I'm a podcaster, I'm a best selling author, I'm a hall of fame speaker. I'm those are to me labels. They don't define who I am. They're just part of me. And all those things are part that make up the whole. So, so I it's difficult for me to separate where the personal side is from the business side because to me they're the same i i I can't even think of it you know if i if i when i want to play i play when i want to work i work when i want to you know when i want to you know be serious i'm serious but when i'm not i'm not so you you can't say you're one or the other you got to be all those things
1: who you are who is jeffrey
0: yeah yeah well you mean who am i yeah. You know, to, for the most part, I'm, a, I'm a, like yesterday, I took my grandbabies and my nieces, they're very little, uh, ages four to 10. And I took them out for a bear hunting trip. Now, not a bear like we're like big black bears or brown bears that we would think in the wild, but these were stuffed bears that I put up in trees. know, hours before they came over out in the woods. And so I took them out with these sticks and, and we walked around for the So the most part I am, you know, who am I? I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I'm part business, you know, part, part corporate, part, part business, cowboy, part speaker, part TV, part, you know, lots of different parts. That's who I am. But if you know, I'm just, I say, I'm just a guy from South Dakota. Like you might say, I'm just a guy from Croatia or whatever. You know, we we all we all are just different people from where we are, and that just be just. I'm Jeff Hazel. That's it.
1: What do you think? Is your left brain more active than right brain, or are they on the same level? Do you have? I don't the, know which brain does between? what.
0: I i i'm more i'm more of a get person done stuff, but I'm very creative about this how I get it done or the way in which I get it done. So. I think right. I think I'd be more right brain. I have to ask my, I can't, my wife always tells me that I'm one or the other and I can't remember which one it is. So I can't tell you which one it is. I just, I don't worry about that stuff. I, I just worry about, Hey, there's a job to get done. Let's go get the damn job done and get it done. That's it. So, you know, I'm not so much about, you know, t- I don't know, touchy feely stuff, that kind of <laughs> stuff. I I'm there, you know, I am I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or anything, but I'm more about let's go. Action. I'm I'm all about action. I'm the action side of the brain.
1: What's your perfect day, by the way?
0: Uh, Mowing, mowing grass out on a
1: tractor.
0: Uh (laughs) I'm still, you know, I love stuff like that. I love being outside and, you know, unfortunately with, you know, because of COVID we one, we haven't been outside. Like we'd all like to be outside, you know, in terms of that. And second, we've all had to work harder than we've ever had to work before. Right. You know, because for your yourself, Martin, for my myself, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, I can't even sew a mask, you know. So when when they were asking people to help sew masks, I couldn't even do that. I didn't even know how to do that. So, but I had to look back and say, well, what can I do? How can I do things? What what can what can I do for good? And you know, if we look in look in the mirror and look at what you do and I do, we're business first responders. We're people who who help people with their business, and so we rush in and we help as much as we can. And so this year, I've been spending more time helping people than ever before. Um, and I've worked seven days a week, you know, to, you know, to, literally 20 hours a day, as much as I as I can. So I I, I say I've never have I worked so hard for so little return, meaning dollar wise, because if I have added it up by hours. I didn't make the kind of money I normally would make, but nonetheless, I'm still here. I'm okay, um, and I've helped a lot of businesses along the way. So that that's that that's a great legacy to have and a great thing to way to do it. So that's my perfect days have not been around because we've all had to do what we've had to do. Um, so my perfect day now is to slow down a little bit more and you know like and take my grandbabies and my nieces on a bear hunt, you know, and have my and have my kids over and and see my wife and and, and just enjoy and not have and not have to work right go you know what take a day off relax and go do something that's physical or different than you normally do and that's that you need we need those breaks in our days and we need those breaks in our weeks and our months
1: your tip for young entrepreneurs
0: focus focus you know think about the things you have to do to get your business and get it across and do it as fast as you possibly can. And so many times we I call them squirrel moments. And the squirrel is you see a squirrel and you, you rush off, like a, and you're you know, just chasing all over the place, right? And 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 we do that in our business. Oh, we hear about this thing. Oh, we hear, oh, they're doing it that way, or they're doing it that way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just do it the way you want to do and focus and focus and focus and get it done. And 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 get and get to selling it as fast as possible. You know, so many people have great ideas, but ideas without implementation is only air. And so it's really important for you to be able to get it done and get it sold and make sure you can repeat it over and over and over again. Then you start, then you, then, and then, and only then do you start to have a business.
1: Most important personal uh, traits for entrepreneurs?
0: I think it's it's listening. I think listening is an important piece of it. So a lot of times we talk ourselves into stories. We talk ourselves into this is the way it is rather than watch and listen, you know, pay attention and be in the moment of what's going on to see if that's indeed, you know, is the dog eating the dog food? Is it it unwinding the way we thought it was? And we sometimes try to force it into that rather than, you know, follow it. I know you know, today I've been building this C-suite network, and someone said, "What's your grand plan?" I said, "I don't know yet." They go, "What do you mean?" I said, "I'm building the plane as I'm flying it." Okay, I know I'm going to land, and I know you know I'm going to have to refuel a couple of times, you know, but I'm not going to crash this, and I don't know where it's going to land. But when it does, it's going to be a great—it's going to be a great landing. And so sometimes we just have to go with that to figure it out.
1: What do you think about focus for, for the business uh, in the near future?
0: Listen, the one thing COVID's taught us is that days have become weeks, weeks have become months, months have become years. That if you haven't shifted your business to make money while you're sleeping, you're in trouble. And so to do that, you've got to become a content company. You can't just have content. You've got to be a media company with content, which means you have to do what we're doing right now. You have to create a podcast. You have to create a book. You have to create articles to get out. People can't find you the way they used to. Those days are done. And, and, and so they're going to go searching for you. And When they search for you, what will they find? It can't just be a website. It's gotta be a lot more than that. So content is king, activation's queen, but context is the kingdom. Putting that content in right in the right place, right time, to the right kinds of people who wanna buy from you, that's what we're in. That's the game you're in. So there's a massive digital shift going on and you've gotta be a media company now. That's I don't care whether you're a dry cleaner, a thought leader, an, an, an author, a speaker, or a billion dollar business. You've got to create content and you've got to find partners like the C-Suite, you know, C-Suite Radio, C-Suite TV or other places to go put this content and be in the right place at the right time. Thanks for
1: listening.